Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So on the field, yes, there was a game. The last one between the Red Sox and Yankees all year, but obviously the stories now have nothing to do with on-field results. The final was 5 nothing, by the way, Yankees, but that's no more relevant than the forecast for today's high for barometric pressure, which is 29.97, by the way. Uh, point is, off-the-field stuff, is where we're looking now because the Sox are not going to win the AL East. That is official. The chance of grabbing that second wild card is now about half a percent. So let's turn our attention to, oh, the dismissal of the general manager. And, oh, I don't know, the return of Big Poppy. As Mr. Harkin's assistant suggested in Anchorman. Ooh, now that's a hot lead. And this is Sox Daily. It's your Daily Sox Podcast. It's your Daily Sox Podcast. Dombrowski out, Ortiz is in. Uh, Big Poppy threw out a first pitch. Sox fans threw out all kinds of ideas on who should be the next GM. So that's what we're talking about today, too. Josh Lewin with you. Very little on the game. Uh, 5-0 New York. And that's about all I have to say about that. Red Sox firing president of baseball operations, Dave Dombrowski. Minutes after the 10-5 loss Sunday night. Four assistants replace him on an interim basis. It takes a village. Uh, but Eddie Romero will be the... The lead dog here, the alpha, and he's a great guy and knows his stuff. We'll talk more about that in a bit. But this decision comes about ten and a half months after duck boat parades. It's been suggested you cannot have the top payroll in baseball and fail to qualify for a playoff field of 10 teams. You can't finish 20 behind the Yankees, which actually might happen now. So Dave Dombrowski winds up taking the fall. And maybe it works out well for both sides. I mean... Uh, Personally, I think Dave Dombrowski's a hell of a guy, and I think he did a hell of a job. This is a guy who, first of all, is just very pleasant, knows his baseball, and is so dedicated to what he does. I've never seen a general manager make every single road trip. I've never seen a general manager keep score of every single batter of every game. 15-inning game in Anaheim, not only was he there, he kept score for 15 innings. He didn't leave to golf. He wasn't on his cell phone wasn't messing around, wasn't making, making rounds and talking to old cronies. He scored the game. He watched every pitch. And Dave Dombrowski did exactly what he was hired to do when the Sox brought him on board back in 2015. He traded prospects for veterans. He signed big-name free agents. He threw around contract extensions. He got stuff done. And he's going to get paid for another season. He'll end up in the Hall of Fame. But was it time to make a change? Yeah, probably was because there are some big things coming on the horizon. If Dave Dombrowski is not the guy that you trust to put Humpty Dumpty back together here, uh, you better go get somebody else. And, and why wait? The Sox will get a younger GM, that's for sure. 
and there will be more of an emphasis on player development going forward. I think the first thing the Sox should do right now, might as well shut down David Price for the rest of the year. You can do the same with Matt Barnes and Brandon Workman, too, if you want, even Josh Taylor. I mean, we, we've seen them enough. They've pitched enough at this point. They've all been various shades of very good, if not great. And, hey, the Sox made the playoffs three years in a row. They won the World Series. They'll probably win 86 or 88 games this year. There are 18 teams that have worse records this season. That was not enough for Dave Dombrowski to keep going because it's a very different line of demarcation in Boston, as we all know. There's going to be a fourth different GM in a 10-year time. So, yes, there are big expectations in Boston because those have mostly been winning seasons. Every team in town has a winning expectation now. Dave Dombrowski knew that when he came in. So uh, whoever emerges now as the new guy or girl is going to face challenges. J.D. Martinez can opt out of his contract after this year. Chris Sale, we don't know the severity of his elbow injury, and he's got a five-year, $145 million deal. David Price, three years, $96 million remaining. He's averaged 21 starts a year the last three years. Nate Evaldi's here on a four-year, $68 million deal. So far, he's got one win since signing that contract, 5.77 ERA. Mookie Betts is going to be a free agent after next year. Has resisted the offers, if there have been any, of a, a contract extension. Those talks have not gone anywhere. So, look, here's the short version. Dave Dombrowski is out because he spent a huge amount of money and was no longer bringing in results. So I get the next man up. Candidates are many to be the next Sox GM. Before we get to that, here's what Alex Cora had to say about the whole situation before the game. He was kind of put on the spot to answer the questions, and I thought he did a nice job. Um, unfair, fair, I don't know. The team, the team already sent a statement, and uh, they actually they wanted to make sure you know that we appreciate what they did as an organization and um i know for some people it's probably not enough for others maybe it is uh, i'm just here like every day you know just uh to talk to you people for whatever you guys want to talk about you know from my end like i said yesterday i was very surprised but at the same time you think about it today and uh you know this is the guy that gave me a shot to become a big league manager you know, for four or five years, you go through this process and and nobody gave you a shot. And all of a sudden, you know, Dave Dombrowski, 40 years in the big leagues, you know, decides to give me a chance to run this organization as a manager. And we were successful last year. This year, not that much, you know. And um, there's a business that, you know, sometimes you got to take uh, tough decisions. And it was a tough decision. And, you know, our initiative decided that, uh, they're from now on they're going to look forward for somebody else you know to run baseball operations and they explain it very simple you know the guy's amazing he's he's probably a hall of famer what he did for the organization the last what four or five years um, it was great and i think everybody's appreciative of uh, what they've had done what happened last night before not playing well um you know they, they told me after the game, and you have to tell the players, you know, it's not easy, you know. We just, I always talk about it with you guys, you know, like there's there's the game, and then there's what happens off the field, and then your feelings and all that, you know. It was a tough night for everybody, and, um, you know, we, you talk to the people that are close to you and, and listen to them and put your thoughts um, in the right 
you know, your mind in the right frame of mind and, and you move forward, you know. We got to show up today and we got to play, you know, as an organization and we got to move forward. What do you think you'll be looking for in the new GM? Um, me? Uh, I don't know, Johnny. I, I, I think, you know, one thing for sure, I'll be me. You know, I'm not going to change. Um, this is what, you know, people respect or like about me that, you know, it's, it's not as black and white as Joey, you know, my brother, but, you know, I'm pretty honest, conviction, and uh, I think I can help baseball teams to accomplish their goals, you know, so we'll see where it takes us. Right now, we got four people that are, you know, going to be running the, the baseball operation, very respected, people that, you know, they're not new for me because... Between Dave and the four of them, you know, they were always around. They're always around. As the people that we we really trust and we really like. And um, it's going to be interesting, obviously, because it's, it's a new dynamic, but it's not actually not that new. Because uh, one thing about it, the last two years, it's all about teamwork here. And uh, Eddie, Raquel, Zach, and BOH, you know, that's, that's what they're going to do. Try to put this organization, you know, at his beds uh, every day. I haven't even think about that. You know, I'm, honestly, you know, my, my goal is to get this guy, these guys in the right frame of mind and go out there and play hard, you know, for whatever has happened this season. Something I'm very proud of them is that they're showing up every day. Regardless of the results, you know, they put it behind them and they play hard, you know. And it's a different dynamic from last night on. We'll see where you take us, but uh, that's my job right now. That's that's what I got to think. I talked to him this morning, actually, yeah. Just to thank him for trusting me and uh, give me a chance to, to become a, a big, big manager. Um, you know, the process was a long one. You know, I think four or five teams that obviously, you know, they decided to go in another direction. I learned from that process, and... And all of a sudden, this guy, you know, with 40 years of experience, decides to, hey, go ahead, kid. Uh, I think you can do this. And here I am because of him. Alex, how do you approach the last three weeks in terms of thinking about winning as many games as possible, but also given the uncertainty of the front office, um, developing players and getting a look at players I mean, we, we'll do our best to win every game possible, obviously. But at the same time, we got to take care of some players. That's what, that's important. There's some some arms here that uh, they're part of not only the now but the future of the organization. So um, I know a lot of people like the all-in approach. I do too. But at the same time, you know, we're all in for a long period of time, not only uh, 18 and 19. You know, my plan is... Like I told you guys last year, you know, like those two twins to go to high school and you know, so and go to college here in Boston. So I better take care of the future of the organization. You know, press release, the quotes in the press release uh, more or less bragged about the job that Dave did, bragged about hiring him, bragged about winning four World Series this century, but didn't address why he got fired. Uh, I'm sure you're curious as to why he got fired. Do you know? Did the owners tell you? And if so, can you share with us why he got fired? I think the organization decided to move in a different direction, um, just like it says in the statement. Uh, I don't think, you know, 
they have to get, go into details. I, I think the organization just decided that it was too, time to move on, you know, and um, like they said. Why they, they decided it was time to move on? Well, I don't, you know, I talked to them about it, you know, I talked what's going on and where we at and what was going to happen in the upcoming months. Did you get a sense, Alex, it was more than just the about no, 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 no. It's just the direction of the organization. David, David, um, he's supposed to play catch again. He was feeling better. We'll see where he goes. He's not going to pitch this week. So uh, I think we, you know, obviously the calendar, we run out of time. But uh, you, can, you always want guys to finish healthy the season. And uh, if if we find a way that you know he can he can go out there and perform, we'll be good. But at the same time, we got to be smart about, uh, smart about it. You know, um, David is a huge part of what we're trying to accomplish in the upcoming years too. Um, Eddie, Boh, John, Sam, Tom, they came down. In your office. Yeah. And did, um, did you have any inkling prior to that that, that this was going to happen? No. And, and what was the message that you? The players. Uh, it was kind of like an audible, you know, because uh, the way it works, I got to come here and you guys are going down there. I don't want them to get caught off guard. So, you know, just got the whole group and let them know what happened. Then today, John, Sam, and Tom, they address uh, the players. And um, you know, now everybody, you know, everybody's in the same page and they know what's going on. You always preach, you know, accountability, transparency, honesty, all this stuff. I mean, I understand where you guys are coming from, but at the same time, I, I, I do understand where, you, where they're coming from and what they, they said in the, in, the meet, in, the, in the release. So, I mean, I said now, yeah. I, that's how I feel. I wake up this morning and I feel like, yeah. Oh, we haven't talked about that. Yeah, I mean, I think we're like in the first stages of whatever is going to happen in the upcoming months. Do you think anything needs to change? Or would you like to see anything done differently going forward? As far as? Honestly, I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I think... Uh, this season, it's been kind of like I've been saying all along, you know, and I repeat the line, I think, every week. Consistently inconsistent. That's who we are. That's the way it's been since day one. And uh, we haven't been able to, to get going, you know. We win three, we lose three. We win five, we lose, you know, we go back and forth. So, um but at the same time, like I told you guys two or three days ago, we're very talented. It just happened that we have a bad season. You know, we didn't pitch, we didn't hit consistently, we didn't play good defense. And, uh, you know, from my end, for me, it's kind of like hard because somebody lost a job because probably we didn't do the job on the field. You know, I'm the one, I'm the one running the show. I'm the manager. I'm the one that tries to put these guys in a position to be successful, and we haven't been successful. I think everybody feels the same way. It's like, you know, in 2011, I think 
I was there when Riggleman got fired. You feel bad, you know, because you're like, man, I could have done better, and that doesn't happen. That's the nature of the game, you know, so. Eh, sorprendido y sí, un poco triste. Yo creo que obviamente la oportunidad que él me dio de ser dirigente de Grandes Ligas eh, siempre la voy a, a tener cerca de mí. Este, es un día difícil para todos nosotros, pero a la misma vez entendemos que esto es un negocio y hay decisiones que se toman a base de, de lo que quiere la organización. Y la organización decidió que se va a mover en otra dirección y hay que respetar eso y la persona que corre la organización eh, sea mañana o sea en dos meses o en tres meses sabemos que va a ser el trabajo para llevarnos a nosotros donde queremos llegar I mean, obviously, you look at his track record and you're like, wow, but ownership decided that's that's where we're going. And uh, you got to respect that. Um, you know, this organization have done amazing things for, for a while and they have made changes throughout. And, you know, obviously, people outside the walls of Fenway maybe don't like it. You know, some of them, they, they do, you know, but us... As people that work here, we got to respect it, you know, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see where we go. But I do believe that we're going to be fine, you know. All right, good stuff from Alex Cora. And I know the question comes now, where do you go from here? There are internal candidates, Eddie Romero, for sure. Uh, he's got the expertise in international scouting. He's been in the organization for 14 years. Everybody really likes him in the organization. Brian O'Halloran has been around since 2002. He knows his stuff, people like him. You can kind of keep it in the family by bringing back a Jared Banner or Josh Burns. They're with the Mets and the Dodgers right now. Mike Hazen, of course, the Diamondbacks GM, might be the most likely candidate. Uh, he's only 43. He's been in Arizona three years, and he's got things clicking pretty nicely out there, all things considered. Jason McLeod with the Cubs was a, a worker in the scouting department for the Red Sox 03 to 09. That's the name you might hear. Or Jared Porter, who was with the Red Sox 02 to 15 before he went and uh, joined Theo with the Cubs and then Hazen out there in Arizona. It's been floated that maybe you bring back Theo somehow since there's no Larry Lucchino-Theo dynamic anymore. I, I don't know about that, but I, I would think Derek Falvey will get a look along with Thad Levine. He's formed a nice little two-headed monster in Minnesota that's turned the Twins into quite a contender, an interesting team, and Falvey's from Lynn. Uh, Tim Nairing. How about J.P. Ricciardi, Worcester native, and uh, he'll always be linked to the Red Sox, the ex-Blue Jays GM and was with the Mets and the A's and now is in San Francisco, but he might want to come home. Uh, you know, you can go outside the box and, and look at a Brian Bannister or a Bobby Evans. Peter Woodfork is a name you might hear. So all kinds of possibilities. I say before we really zero in, let's just do one last little requiem, I guess, for, for Dave. Best and worst of the, I think it was like 45 or 46 total moves that he ended up making in his time as, as the Red Sox GM. And I would put the Xander Bogarts extension right now maybe close to number one. He's going to be under team control since 2025. He looks like a perennial top five MVP guy to me. The, uh, the Craig Kimbrell trade 
has got to be way up there. Uh, the trade for Steve Pierce, even though he's going to end up this year with one home run in 2019, World Series MVP for Santiago Espinal, that's pretty good. Uh, the J.D. Martinez signing, heck, the Alex Cora signing. I know that wasn't Dabrowski's decision all by himself. Ownership obviously had a lot to do with that, but those were the good ones. Uh, there were some bad ones down near the bottom of that pile. The, the Ian Kinsler trade was not great, giving up Ty Buttrey. Uh, the re-signing of Eduardo Nunez, the re-signing of Steve Pierce, the big contract for Evaldi, uh, all, all of Blake Swihart from top to bottom, and, of course, the trade for Tyler Thornburg. I haven't complained about that one in a long time. Let's cleanse our palate, though. Let's talk about Big Poppy being back in the building. And it was uh, a pretty nicely kept secret until minutes before the game. And then there started to be some murmurings that, David Ortiz was actually here. Would he throw out a first pitch? Yes, he would. To Jason Veritek, no less. So a very shiny, beautiful moment. Great to see David Ortiz just walking around, obviously, at this point. And he addressed the media. No F-bombs this time. He took a microphone and said this after his first pitch. First of all, I want to thank Scott for giving me a second opportunity my life to be able to be here with all of you. I want to thank the Red Sox, my real family. They always had been there for me, supporting me. They were aware of what happened to me, and they were the first one there supporting me. Thank you very much, Red Sox family. I want to thank all of you for all the prayers. All of them came home. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. I want to thank my former teammates for being there for me. Also, all of them came home to check up on his boy. Also, I want to thank the Yankees. A lot of my boys over there came and check up on Big Papi. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. CC, Encarnacion, all y'all, man. Thank you very much. God bless you all. Go Sucks. All right, so on to the game, which was a whole lot of nothing, a 5 nothing loss. So they finished 5-14 in the season series to the Red Sox. Most losses by one team in this series since 1973. Eddie Rodriguez obviously did not get that 18th win. He made it through six innings, but 117 pitches to get through six innings. Man. Uh, he was down only one nothing, but then Darwin's and Hernandez came in and kind of gave it up. Nine balls, nine strikes, a walk, three hits allowed, three runs allowed, including a Gia Urshela home run. That guy, by the way, anybody could have had him this offseason. He was a minor league free agent. 30 teams said no thank you. Just throwing that out there. Red Sox have lost three in a row, four out of five. Uh, only other shutout this year, the Asher Wojciechowski game in Baltimore. Would really prefer never to speak of that again. That was in July. They hadn't been shut out at Fenway since the Mets came in and did it last September. They did have another extra base hit in this game, so it's every game this year now. That record continues. Jackie Bradley Jr., 3-for-3. His uh, fourth three-hit game of the season, first since July, so that was nice to see. uh, And Christian Vasquez broke out of a 3-for-31 going 2-for-4. Those were the good things. But the Red Sox now 76-68. and The Yankees 95 and 50 as they officially eliminate the Red Sox from AL East consideration. Speaking of the AL East, next up, it's Toronto. 
And no David Price, which is too bad because he's made 19 career starts at Rogers Center. He's 14-1 and up there with four no decisions. His earliest return could be next weekend against Philly. But I, I think you guys would agree. What, what do you have to gain right now? Just let the, let the guy rest, and let's just start all looking towards 2020. Uh, I hate to say that on September 9th or 10th, but I, I think that's just where we all are right now. So goodbye to the Yankees. That's it. Uh, on to Toronto. Quick three games there, and then uh, there will be some more to deal with uh, in terms of actual regular season baseball. Let's not just uh, mail this thing in. Go to Philly. Win a couple games would be nice. Come home, beat up on the uh, the Bruce Bochies. It's almost the end of his run now, and he's a great manager, and that's a fun team. Obviously, Mike Yastrzemski coming back uh, to the Boston area. That'll be a lot of fun. And then maybe you go spoil Tampa Bay's chances uh, after that. you got a four-game series coming up in Tampa Bay. I really thought that series would mean a lot for the Red Sox even two weeks ago. I thought that would be for everything, but it's going to be for nothing except to maybe... Uh, kill Tampa Bay's chances, which I I guess is a little bit of something. So there you go. Uh, That is probably the least amount of actual in-game baseball info we've ever given you on this podcast. But with with everything else going on, I just thought it was more important to to kind of go big picture. So hopefully you agree with that. Hopefully, uh, if you fail to agree with that, it, it didn't ruin your day. Another podcast coming tomorrow. We look forward to bringing it to you. This is Josh Lewin and appreciate you as always. Bye bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.